1: Welcome to Spice Chaos. Yes, welcome to Spice Chaos. And today we are recording this episode on Caitlin's birthday.
2: <laughs> yes, it is. It's my birthday today.
1: Yay! That's right. And we have a guest, mm-hmm. and she is awesome. And so we're gonna awesome. introduce her. We're gonna introduce her in just a minute, but we have to tell you a little bit about her first mm-hmm. because You know what, Caitlin? I feel like I have been following this person forever and ever.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. So when we were doing all of the Happy Planner recordings, I was like, oh, yeah, I've been following this person forever. And you're like, oh, I'm new to them. I feel like that's me right now. I just discovered how amazing this person is. I almost said her name. (laughs) But I just just discovered how amazing she is. And I am so excited that I have her on my
1: feed now. Um, Yes, I, I do. I feel like I have seen... I have seen I feel like I have watched her change and grow just like she's watched me change and grow all throughout this like Instagram journey. So Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I guess because it's your birthday, I'll let you tell them who she is. All
2: right. So we have Chloe from Chloe Tree Plan. Hi, Chloe.
1: Hi, Chloe. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I I have wanted to talk to you for so long. And yeah. it's it's just one of those things where it's like we have been following each other on Instagram since like the beginning of time, but we've never had a conversation. We just kind of like each other's stuff and move on. But I've I've just I have been like I, I've been watching what you've been doing for a very for a very, very long time, it seems like. So this is quite an honor for me to have you on our show. Thank you.
0: I'm honored and I appreciate
1: the support. Um,
0: I mean, you know, in the planet world, um, I appreciate that, um, following, liking, I mean, even that is, you know, support. So,
3: um,
1: oh no, I, I completely agree. And I think that, you know, just quietly, I I don't want to say like quietly stalking people on Instagram, um, because that's, that's not what I do, but you know, it's like your stuff pops up and I, you know, it's just, I just, I don't know. I'm just really happy to have you on the show. And we're also very happy that it is Caitlyn's birthday today. <laughs>
2: right. Yes, it's sort of an anticlimactic birthday. I mean, it's 34, which I feel like is not like a, uh, I guess like a number that you do anything big for. And I feel like as an adult, and especially as a parent, you really just like want to sleep. And do nothing on your birthday. <laughs> um just relax? <laughs> please. Thank you. That's right. Can <laughs> um, I just go in the tub and all of you just stay out there and be quiet. Can <laughs> hey, y'all just go in the garage and, <laughs> and stay in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Just yes. go outside, send all the children outside.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's
1: right. So, <laughs> Chloe, I want for you to take a few minutes. And first of all, I, I'm, I'm looking back at your Instagram and I have been following you since back when you were using Happy Planner.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes, and
0: started.
1: yes, and um i I just I feel like I also remember, and maybe this is stuff that you should you know what I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. I'm not gonna tell everybody everything about you I'm, I'm gonna yeah. let you do that, so yeah. go ahead and take a few minutes to tell our listeners where they can find you, and um you know just a little bit about yourself personally, too, if you will, yes, yes, so you can find me on Instagram
0: at CloetryPlans. And you can find me on YouTube at Cloetory Plans as well, but it's Cloetry Space Plans on YouTube. um a little bit about me. I am a planner um that is why I'm here, but um I work full time as a college advisor at one of the coolest colleges in Chicago. um I am located in Chicago. I had a husband, no pit no kids, no pets yet um <laughs> And yeah, those are some some basic things about me. I am uh, creative, I think, and it came from poetry. It started with poetry, and that's why I've held on to the Cloetry tagline for so long. Uh, My website is cloetry.com, and I'm just holding on to it because although my my page is not very... um, Poetry related is just a part of me and my mom. I was talking to her about that the other day. I'm like, you think I should just drop the Chloe tree and just do Chloe? And she's like, no, that's who you are. So it's here to stay. Mom spoke. It's here to stay.
1: Well, that's right. I love that. Your your, your Instagram handle is perfect. I mean, it could not have like flowed together more beautifully. Oh, um, thank you. So, you know, Chloe tree. I don't know. It just, I, it just rolls right off the tongue. Um, yeah. So, you are currently using Erin Condren stuff, but you used to be a happy planner, right?
0: That is correct.
1: Okay, so when have so got a, a little bit of both of us, <laughs> yeah, you do. Caitlin is happy planner, and I'm Erin Condren.
2: Yep, <laughs> so you're oh, like, okay. if our planner styles had a little baby,
1: <laughs> y- yes. yes. <laughs> Well, so, you know, you you can relate to um, the switching. So what what made you decide to switch? I'm just going to jump right in. Like, I mean, I know my reasoning behind it, but what made you decide to switch to Erin Condren?
0: So um, I always was interested in an Erin Condren planner, to be honest, from jump. But um, I was in college kind of sort of. I just finished college when I started using a happy planner and I was just on a budget. You know what I mean? Like that was really (laughs) the reason why I started using. Happy planner. I was on a budget and then my I was planning my wedding at the same time. So, like, um, I graduated from college in December. My husband proposed in February. I got married in August. So that's a really quick turnaround. Um, so I really did not have money to be throwing at a planner at that time. And so I was in Michael's one day. I saw the happy planner. I needed a planner to um to plan my wedding with that's what that was why I started looking into a planner um and then I saw the happy planner and I had a 50% off coupon so it's like 15 bucks so I was like okay I'm rolling with it Mm -hmm. um and so that's what started and I really like the vertical setup And that's uh, because I could separate. I could do like wedding and then personal and then bills or whatever I needed to separate in that planner. So that is why I started with Happy Planner originally. Honestly, it was it was priced. And then I also really liked how I could interchange the pages because I had a lot of stuff to add to the planner because I was wedding planning. So like I would print stuff out and like punch it and add it in there. And so that was kind of how that started with Happy Planner.
1: Okay, so now that your life has, I don't want to say slowed down, because, I mean, nobody's life ever really slows down. Right. But, um, but I guess now that you are a little bit more of a grown-up, maybe, than a new, fresh college graduate, Um. not saying that Happy Planner's not grown-up. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. like, Caitlin, don't come for me. I know. <laughs> I'm not coming for you. I'm, I'm not coming for you. <laughs> But, but you know, like, his, here's what I found. I found that I was spending just as much money on my happy yep. planner stuff yep. as, I, as I would have been if I switched to Erin Condren. You're oh, totally. Right. Maybe more. <laughs> yeah. I recognize that.
0: I, I mean, at the beginning, I was very simplistic, right? Like I just had a planner and I had maybe like a pencil case and like one strip of washi and like one sticker book, right? So that was cost effective. But you know how that goes. It's a rabbit hole. So once I found the Facebook group, I ended up, I, w- I won't say I bought a lot of stuff in the-, the wedding planning process. I did not. It didn't start until after I got married. And then I'm like, well, what do I fill all these boxes up with? Stickers. And so <laughs> then I went crazy with like happy planner stuff and I went nuts. And you're 100% correct. Like I was spending just as much money. And then I started, um, I wanted an air Condren. I mean, I always did, but I went to, it's so funny how things happen. I went to a Planner Meetup is a Northwest Indiana Planner Meetup. Now, I'm from Chicago, but my parents live right on the border of Illinois and um, Indiana. They live in Illinois. And so um, a friend of mine lives there, too, a really close friend of mine. Um, and so we were like, let's go. I mean, it's only like 40 minutes from her house. So I drove to her house, and then we hopped in the car together, and we went to this meetup. And they did a raffle, and I won. And there was an Erin Condren monthly planner in the <sighs> Oh, and, it, and get this. Guess who it was from? It was from Shea Budgets. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> right. so, oh my gosh. Shea. It was so funny because <laughs> I've been following her. Like, I stand her account. I loved her account. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I just won a raffle from Shea Budgets in Northwest Indiana. Like, she's nowhere near here. Obviously, she, like, mailed it in. Um, And it was funnier because I'd seen her on her stories talking about like, I need to send this giveaway out and like, you know, just going through the motions of what to do. And then I won the giveaway that she was talking about on her timeline. So um, that is how and it was like a budget bundle. So it was a monthly deluxe. It was a which was it was called that at the time, monthly deluxe. And then there was a budget sticker book, I think a budget snap in and i want to say budget stickers and maybe one other thing i can't remember right now um but yeah that is how like that's what gave me the plunge i needed was it was given to me it was brand new planner for the following year and i think it was fall when i got it so let's say it was like october and then it started in january so So kind of how i got the conjure kind of got thrown at me but i always (laughs) wanted one yeah um so I used it for budgeting because that's what she suggested. I follow her, you know, on YouTube and everything and I started budgeting with it. But, um, and I actually, like, I improved my credit score and everything that year. Like, so shout out to her because it actually, it actually worked. Like just being mindful of my spending, just being mindful of how much money I was putting on my credit card, you know, just little things like that actually really helped me that year. So yeah,
2: that is nice. how I went to
0: <laughs> Aaron- that- When I wanted, I was like,
2: Super excited about it. That's a crazy story. How and it's funny how things like come about in the planner community. I feel like your planners just get thrown at us when when we need them because I feel like the happy planner kind of got thrown at me (laughs) when I needed it the most. And here I am still in the happy planner.
0: Yeah. And I will say, like happy planner helped me a lot, especially with the wedding planning process. Like it just helped me because I was stressed. I mean, anyone who's mm. planned a wedding knows like it's stressful. It's a stressful. Yes. And <laughs> I was stressed. And like I said, it was very minimal with the stickers and stuff, but I just went ham with planning. And that was the first. And I think last planner that I planned in for, <laughs> Oh no, it's not. But that was the first planner I planned in for an entire uh, 18 months. It was an 18 month planner. And I planned every single week for 18 months. So wow. I, I was dedicated, like I was using that planner to the max. Um yeah. So I, I, wow. I, I still have it, of course. I still have it. I can't get rid of that. That's what I planned my wedding day in. But um yeah, I love that planner. So even though I have moved into um Erin Condren for a lot of different reasons,
1: um I still it still has a, you know, special place in my heart. Of course. So yeah. I know what happened though. I do. You opened <laughs> up that monthly deluxe and you got one whiff of that paper and you were hooked. Oh yeah. Like that was it.
0: You know it. So I got one whiff of the monthly deluxe and I was just like, ooh, this paper quality. And the reason why I didn't want a coil planner is because I was afraid, you know, with quilt notebooks and stuff, usually what happens is it wears down and the page just comes right out. And so that's why I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. But with the Erin Condren paper, that does not happen. Like it Mm-mm. doesn't just pages don't I mean you could rip them but pages don't just like slide out you know No
1: just, Yeah so And that, it smells so good I mean just the smell the smell of a fresh Erin Condren planner is like exactly. the most beautiful thing in the world exactly. So um
2: I'm just visualizing I, you over there Leanne, sniffing your
1: planner just
0: I do I do You're making and, me want um, to pick one up
1: right now and just, I'm, just I know I just oh, I no. actually I haven't I have an Erin Condren notebook sitting next to me right now. And I'm just like, can I smell this? Is this going to smell as good? <laughs> There's
0: nothing like a fresh, it's nothing like a fresh planner. Fresh is nothing
1: yeah. like it. I know. Mm-hmm. I was just about to buy another one today because Hello Kitty just came out. And so did all of those beautiful new um, Black artist covers. Yes. And I'm just going to, first of all, the fact that one of them is that beautiful little girl. Have y'all seen this? Oh. Have you seen
2: Yes! Oh my
1: gosh, i seen it. She she's so cute, and really? I saw that. And her cover is my favorite one. I think. I think that I cute. love her. Her cover is like my favorite one, and um, I really like the idea of the cover of my planner being illustrated by someone who I can like know their story and know a little bit about them, and you know, right. it just it, it, and that the, the, the pro, you know the profits are going to go towards like a good cause and just. I don't know. Like it just feels really, I'm, I was waiting to not order. I have not ordered anything from Erin Condren in a while because I've been trying to wait for all of the things that I want to come out at one time before I place like one big order.
0: Right. Right. And And I don't, I I want to shout her out. Her name is Safi and her handle is Safi creativity.
1: Yes. Yes. And she is so, she is so adorable. And um, I mean, they're all beautiful. All the covers are beautiful. And, um, you know, and the artists are beautiful. They're beautiful women. It's just, it's a great, it's a great collection. And I'm checking the Erin Condren website right now. I don't know if they're already up there or not. So
0: I think they
1: drop, I do
0: not work for Erin Condren, but I think they drop on August 27th.
1: No, I can't wait that long.
2: No. (laughs)
1: <laughs> maybe I you'll to, have to
2: make two orders
1: no i want to order now
0: just throw it on there for me i'm just like, right. uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know come on guys erin condren people y'all know me a little bit just throw right. me a couple Do of those you're planners. sam and tori <laughs> yes can i please have some of those covers now thank you um, <laughs> because I cannot wait till the 27th. Um, so I guess we should get into our notes because we did make some and, (laughs) um, um, you know, we, we do that occasionally. Um, so what is, what is coming up? Okay. We, we have to ask this. We've been asking this for six months. Um, how is your life in quarantine? Have you, did anything change? Are you able to do your job from home? How have you you know, now that we're in August and we we were, we, we, we went back into our homes and didn't come out like way back in March. Um, <laughs> yes. So how have you been? How have you been feeling? What you been up to? Okay. So I am a homebody at heart
0: and this was a true test of that. Like people say they're a homebody, but then quarantine happened and like, no, just kidding. I'm not a homebody. I want to be outside. <laughs> not me. The first few months now, obviously this is, you know combined with me being super concerned for everybody I mean how could you not be I mean this is just a crazy crazy time to live in I was concerned about everyone's health um you know a couple friends of mine um you know like friend of a friend you know did contract coronavirus so like this was not just like a blissful time but I really do enjoy being home um and so I when I was told that I was going to go ahead and work from home gathered all of my technology and everything I needed, got me, got my work chair, all that stuff. And I brought that home and I set up an office. So like I had a desk already with my printer on it, but that was it. It wasn't like a legit office. It was like a desk with a printer on it in a, in a, in a empty room. (laughs) So we hadn't quite made a year yet in our, in our apartment. So I hadn't set anything up and it was because I was just so busy and like running around and I just didn't make the time for it. So I was like, okay, well, I really wanted to set this office up. This is the time. So it started off with me being super happy about not having to go anywhere. And my husband was still going into work. Um, So that was that. So he was still going to work every day. And it freaked me out a little bit at first because I was just like, ah, he's going to bring it home. Um, I have two existing conditions that put me at risk. So I was worried about that. Um, But I just kind of like, just started on some projects at home. So I did our office. um, We bought a new couch for the office, like, you know, just set it up and all that good stuff. And then um, in working from home, I noticed that I actually was working a lot more because a lot of my job is social. Like when my students come visit me, I like come out of my office. I sit on the couch. I might get some tea, like chat it up with my students. That is part of my job is to build a rapport with them, to talk to them. And it doesn't feel like, you know, work. It just feels like, having conversations and getting to know them better. And so um, I have 160 that are in the program that I work for. And so it just, it just, I missed that part of it. I miss the, the spontaneity of like going into work and not knowing what was going to happen and having a student run in and tell me like, I'm so excited about this opportunity because I work at an art school. So students would come in like, I, I got a call. I'm about to go do it right now. I'm like, okay, go, go, go. You know, <laughs> little things like that. That would be super exciting. And so I miss that part of work a lot. And then um, my husband ended up being laid off work. So um, when that happened, I was just like, it's okay. We kind of stopped coming because they were doing layoffs before coronavirus. So I was like, I mean, obviously coronavirus only intensifies things that were already happening. And so we kind of were prepared for it. Um, and so when it happened, I was just reassuring him, like, it's fine. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Like, don't stress yourself out. Um, and so we just broke the wave, you know. And so he has been home with me, which I think is, you know, I try to look at the positive of everything, and I'm like, hey, when are we going to be home together this much besides retirement? Like, you know what I mean? Like, We're never going to be home together, spending time together, getting to know each other better again until we're both retired, and so I just looked at that as an opportunity for us to just, like, hang out together when we can, and um, you know, do home projects, and just spend time together. I mean, we don't really get uninterrupted time together when things are in the you know, swinging things you have to make time for it now it's just kind of built in you know so yeah. um i've been enjoying that he did go through a baking phase um i'm glad it's oh. over because my waistline cannot handle anymore mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my waistline was like screaming for help like stop um so i'm glad that with <laughs> that because he actually comes from a long line of bakers like his mom can could bake really well and so i'm like no, like everything you make is good. Stop. Like, please
1: so, <laughs> stop um, experimenting. You're doing fine. We don't need to test like, anything you're doing, else. You're doing a great job. Please, please stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, OK, <laughs> we have discovered that this is something that you can do. So just yes, you don't have to good do it at it.
0: And I was telling him, I'm like, if you're going to do this, we need to buy some like Tupperware or something divide it up and you can like make deliveries to our friends like that is the only way you can bake anything because he like (laughs) makes the full amount like he doesn't bake like half of a recipe like he bakes like 30 cookies and i'm like this isn't cool like you have to go to the dollar tree okay buy some tupperware and give this stuff away like you cannot just be making this and leaving it here not okay (laughs) so the last two batches he actually listened and like packed up the stuff and like Sent, went over his aunt's house and like took her some stuff and gave some of his brother. And like, we distributed it to the family members. Like, okay, that I can handle. Like, I feel like that's fine, but we cannot keep all the ha- the calories under one roof. Like that's not going to work. Um. Um, <laughs> so baking um, and that, you know, pff, we, we are still doing our spiritual routine. So like we have Bible study um, during the week on Thursdays and then we have our Sunday meeting on Sundays and so we are still doing that so that has been a light in this whole situation um they are very much so like we are not going back in person anytime soon like (laughs) we're going to be on zoom um and so that was good um that we were able still able to get that piece you know and that feeling of community from our friends there and family there so that was good so you're
1: churching on zoom then yes 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 we're going to the kingdom hall on zoom wow (laughs) That's that's awesome. That is dedication. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Totally,
2: and I think that's a great solution. I have seen um some folks go back to church um and you know in different places in Oregon, and there tends to be like a large outbreak when they go back in person. So I think that's great that you're able to do it virtually.
0: Yeah, there's no plans on us going back anytime soon. It's just, they're like, look, we're putting safety first. You know that most um, most of the, the friends that come to our meetings, they are elderly. And so it's just like, when you think about those odds, mm-hmm. it's like, why I've put them at risk? And we've gotten them all set up on Zoom. So like, those who were not tech savvy before, like they are 100% in. They're like, they you know, want" Or whatever they needed to get on. So like they're popping on before me on there. They're like, hey, Chloe. <laughs> I <laughs> love I on that on. so much. So, it's awesome. I love it. And so they like, they like kind of challenge their grandkids and kids too, to be like, all right, let's get mom set up. Or let's get grandma set up. So it's, it's awesome to see them on there and see them kind of step outside of their comfort zone
1: too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really have to hand it to Zoom because I didn't know how I felt about Zoom before I started virtually teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I felt that being on those meetings was somewhat exhausting at times. It is. (laughs) But now um, I'm currently in day five of being a virtual teacher. And I don't I don't hate it. Like, it's taken me five days to kind of realize I get a groove and I can teach to myself and not have to actually look at anyone's face, which Caitlin probably loves. I mean, like, (laughs) I do love that. Although we're on camera a lot at my school. So I am looking at a lot of faces. No, well, I mean, I'm on camera too. But, like, if I'm sharing my screen and they're watching a presentation, I can't see their faces. That's true, yeah. So, you know, I I feel like that there's obviously – I mean, y'all know that when – I'm sure that y'all have guessed that when I'm teaching, I am hilarious. But I don't feel like I can be as funny when I'm on my Zoom classes as I can when I'm in person. But but today – yesterday and today, I actually, like – discussed a real piece of literature with my English classes mm-hmm. for the first time, like since school has started back, like everything has been very much like intro kind of stuff up until this point. But then right. today and yesterday, I actually like got deep into some literature with them and it felt so good. And it didn't even matter that we weren't in person. So, yeah. you know, so, yeah, I, I really yeah, have
2: to,
1: yeah, the thing of it. Yes. I have to hand it to zoom. It's a very easy user-friendly yeah. piece of software. Yeah, um, I really
2: like it too. Um, we used something else last year. So this is, I'm actually new to Zoom, just like everybody else. Um, but I really so coming for I've taught in brick and mortar and I have taught virtually, and I feel like it's just adapting all of those best practices that you do in the classroom to a virtual environment. And like my first year, I felt the same way that you felt, Leanne. I was like, How the heck am I gonna do this? Like, am I a quote real teacher? But I feel like you just really have to, you know, put your teacher hat on and be like, okay, well, we're going to do this this way instead of this way and, um, and meet our kids where they're at for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting. This is changing the subject. So, but we're still on quarantine yeah. and we're still on Zoom and all that That's stuff. That's right. Um, I love, uh, okay. I love what you said, Chloe, about you and your husband realizing this is going to be the only time in our lives until retirement that it's just us here.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Um and you know quarantine definitely broke some marriages so mm-hmm. the, the fact that you know you guys were able to say let's like take advantage of this and like let's how, how long have you guys been married we just made four years yesterday four years oh, okay that's, happy that's, year for three that is Thank beautiful that's beautiful yeah. um
0: dated for we dated for almost three so out four or five like seven years we've been together Okay, mm-hmm. so
1: you know each other pretty well, and this is probably the most together time that you've ever had. It is,
0: it is, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're best friends, so like it feels good to, for that to be solidified and not like taken apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like, the
2: okay, same way like, about my husband. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay,
0: we're best friends, and then something like this happens, and it tests that you know, to test that bond, mm-hmm. and it's like. Um, he's actually an extrovert. He loves to be out, he loves to be around people, he loves to be around his friends and his family. I like that too, but I don't I don't thrive off like, you know what I mean? Like I don't uh-huh. like for sure. I'm a people person, I have a people job, right? But like when I'm done with my people job, I'm like, oh yes, I'm going home to know people. Well, he's the opposite yes. like, <laughs> done with his people job and be like, I'm about to go hang out with 10 more people. And I, that's just not me. I need like a little bit of a break, but he's all in it. So I'm just happy that he's faring well with unemployment and not being around a bunch of people all the time. So I'm really glad that he's like, doing. he's like, I'm fine. Like he's, he's, he's like, I know why we're social distancing. I know what the reason is. And I just want everyone to be safe. So he's good. But what I wanted to ask y'all was, okay, so you're both teachers. I taught mm-hmm. high school English for two years as, nice. a as a long-term sub. That is actually my background is English secondary ed. But mm. I actually work for TRIO now. Are you all familiar with TRIO?
2: I'm not, I'm not I think I, I feel like I've heard of it but I'm not super familiar with it I'm
1: the, I oh. feel the same that I've heard of it but I don't but I don't necess- I don't know exactly what it is okay so trio
0: has a couple of different programs um the two main ones are student support services which is at colleges and then we have upward bound trio which is oh at- yeah I know upward See? bound for sure okay so I work for you know, one of the three branches of TRIO. Um, mm-hmm. And so for me, it's student support services. So I work at a college. Um, but upper Bound, that's TRIO family as well. And so what we do is we assist students who are first generation, low income, mm-hmm. and students with disabilities. So like, even though I'm not in high school, I'm very much so like looking at the trends. I have a lot of high school uh, teacher friends and just like, you know, really just trying to stay and see like what everyone's doing. Um, like you mentioned on Zoom and everything like that. I'm doing advising on Zoom, which is interesting. It's one on one. So it's a little Mm -hmm. easier than like trying to do a whole class. But when you mentioned that you were you had an English lesson, uh, it just kind of took me back to high school teaching days.
2: That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah, we're both English teachers by trade. And I teach in a program called AVID. You may have heard of it because it pairs really well with the Upward Bound program, Um, but it's also, like, a college support um, program. It's, like, a school-wide program that we do, and then we have an AVID elective, and we, at our school, we have that elective from grades 7 through 12, and basically, you know, we teach our students those, like, post-secondary skills that they're going to need, like, that focused note-taking, those collaborative skills, that, like, higher-level thinking, that kind of stuff, Um, and then in high school, like, in grades 11 and 12, we work with them to, you know, get them scholarships, to make sure that their college-app applications are ready to go. And we target that uh, middle of the road student. Um, so students who are, you know, first generation in their family, students who uh, may not have had those opportunities as well. So I, I'm right there with you. I'm in, I'm in that I'm in that zone too. That's awesome. I love
0: to hear it. I love to hear yeah. it because I'm first generation. I could have used something like that in high school, but
2: yes. I, I did
0: get it in college. So that was good. Um, so I'm TRIO alum. So I was actually in trio and then um, came back. So
1: <laughs> right. that's yeah. awesome. Well, and you know, you say you know you work in the college environment and we work in you know I'm in I'm in high school and and Caitlin is currently in middle school even though yes. she's done a lot of high school. Um, mm-hmm. I am not really seeing at this point as a 38 year old woman. Let me just put it that way. As a, as a 38 year old woman, I don't really see a whole lot of differences between like kids that are in high school and kids that are in college Oh, Um, Hmm. that, you know, when I was in college, I needed support. I I needed support from my college. I needed support from my professors. And, you know, it's not like when we were in high school and the teachers were like, well, that's just not going to fly in college. You're not going to be able to do that when you get to college and college is going to be so different. And I don't remember feeling as a college student that I was like, leaps and bounds above my high school counterparts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, you know. either. Yeah. So if you're working with, you know, college age kids, they need your help.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. um, and even more so sometimes, depending on the family situation at home, um, right. some of them really just like navigating this by themselves. And so, um, and, and like I said, being first generation or low income or, you know, someone who ad- identifies as disabled is just like, okay, all right, we see, and sometimes some of my students are all three, and so that presents some unique challenges there, but like you said, like, they need our support, and so it's something I really enjoy doing and working with them, and, you know, now it's kind of overlapped with the planner world, so I'm excited about that, Um, but I'll get to that, because I know we have some notes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) well, listen listen to the guests keeping us on the notes, Caitlin. Uh, Yes. We have a new producer. (laughs) Chloe. Yes, Chloe is our producer now because, um, because Leanne and Caitlin don't stay on the notes. um, Like ever. (laughs) We just stay in chat. That's what we like to do. (laughs) So will you, and already kind of talked about your planner story that you found your happy planner um, at Michael's when you were planning your wedding. Were you a planner at all before, before that?
0: So I've always been a planner. I just didn't know it. Right. Like, I had a planner in, um, you know, like elementary and middle school. And I remember, like in elementary school, they'd be like, oh, you know, they wouldn't have a planner for everyone. So they would just keep them like in the office, like, you know, and whoever came by to grab one could grab one. That would be like my first stop when I started school. Would be like, I got to go yeah. by the office and grab a planner. And that was like a big deal to me. And they would give us like a half size, like a. You know, like a small planner. It was like an A5.
1: It was like an A5 or something. Right. And
0: I I would deal with it, but I really wanted more space. But at the time, I didn't realize what I wanted, right? And then fast forward, I switched school districts. And so the new school district, you ready for this? They required you to bring your planner every single day. They also required you to have it signed by a parent every week. And it had our names on them. And they were like notebook size. Fancy. Oh, I, I love was, that. Like, amazed by that. And like it stuck with me because I was like, oh, I'm so excited. So for that middle school, I was there for two years. I had that planner for two years in a row. And then I went to high school. And of course they brought me back down to like the super cheap planner. Um and so I was a little sad. So then I was like when we would go school shopping, my mom would allow me to pick out another planner that I liked better
3: because she wow. knew that that was my thing. Filling a planner out. So
0: I would get like a <laughs> bead whatever from target um Mm -hmm. in high school and then i went to college and i kept that going like i would buy a planner and i would get the ones with like the clear front cover and i would put pictures of me and my family like i would print them and tape them in there and kind of make it my own but like i had no idea there was like a full planner community until i like somehow came across the hashtag like my last year of college and when i clicked on it it said Like planner, hashtag planner community, something like that. But only thing I could see was like Erin Condren and Kiki K, which were both way out of my price range at the time. And so I would be like, man, those are really nice planners. And I would see them, but I wouldn't like delve into it. I mean, it had a lot going on at the time. So I just kind of like saw it and then like dismissed it out of my head. So then my best friend, um, her name is Deanna. She was like, hey, um, I kind of want a planner. And I was like, you know what? I have one, but like, did you know there's a whole community of planners on Instagram? And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, really? Show me. So like, I showed it to her. She didn't have an Instagram at the time. So like, I showed it to her and everything. And she's like, oh, this is cool. So she started looking into it and she came across mini binders. Do you remember when that was like a thing, the mini binder? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. Mm -hmm. So it was like a fad and it was like in the target dollar spot and like all this stuff. They were like really popular. They were in staples and she was like, let's get a mini binder. Like she was excited about it. And I was like, okay, like we'll try it out. But it was the worst setup. Like it was horrible. Like the, the binder spine never stayed together. It would always like disconnect. And then we had a punch for it, but like the paper we were using wasn't super stiff. We didn't know anything about like get card stock or like do this or do that. So like we just used whatever paper came with it. And it was undated. And I'm not an undated girl. I'm about I'm I'm with you on
2: that. I don't do <laughs> undated either.
0: So it didn't really work out. And so she was like, we're gonna stick with this for an entire year. Like we're doing it. And I was like, I do not want to be stuck with this for an entire year. So that's when I came across Happy Planner. And she was like, You're a trader. Like you said we were going to stick with this planner for a year and I'm like I did but I didn't realize like it it sucked like this like I didn't, I'm sorry I can't I can't do it like, the like this yeah is, if your system's it. not working you got to change it yeah <laughs> and I was that person that like with my undated planner I would always I would always put the wrong week or something like yeah. I always like mess it up some kind of way and I'm just like this is stressful I just want to plan so mm-hmm. um she called me a trader for like um, the rest of the year because I like swish <laughs> year. And then, of course, what happens? Like she came right on over to Happy Planner. So that's right.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. See, she,
2: still using Happy Planner. So. She is still using. I was going to be my question. Is she still using Happy Planner? OK. Yes.
1: So is she on Instagram now? Yeah, can I follow her? <laughs>
2: she is.
0: Um, She's not super active, but she's planner.babe. And um, we
1: actually had a podcast. You know, I was, that was, I was getting there. Okay, Chloe, I was getting there because I, I listened to a few episodes of your podcast. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, Yep. I sure did. That is my co-host. That is planner, babe.
0: That's my co-host. Um, yeah. So we had a podcast, we were doing well. Um, and I'm trying to think what happened. Like, I don't even know, but really we don't live close to each other. So I think part of the issue was distance. And so, um, that was the issue we were recording in person. But now that obviously, like you are doing, um, we can just do it remotely. Um, I'm trying to get her back, but I, it's funny cause I sent her a screenshot of your podcast and I was like, this could be us, but you're playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like the shade and I'm like, oh yeah, baby, I'm coming for you because you playing too many games.
1: Um, yeah, you know, and it's weird because I didn't know like, okay, do I mention petty planners to her or, oh, um, yeah. hey, um because like, you know, I, 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 you, I, I listened to you guys on SoundCloud. Okay. Um, and I remember because I didn't have a podcast at the time when you guys like first started and I was like, well, look, there's other people doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I was like, like there's other
0: a lot of listens. Like, it's funny because our friend, he is a producer, he has a studio and he produced us like he had the whole set up. He was like, come by. Um, and he was producing us for the podcast and he was doing everything for us and like helping us out. Um, my husband actually has a podcast with him. And so that's what made me want to do it. Um, so my husband, wow. a hip hop culture podcast. Um, and so. I just followed behind him, and I was like, "Hey, me and Deanna are funny. Like we are even like our car conversations. I'm like, we should record these. So that led yeah. us to wanting to do it. We had so many views. Like it wasn't even funny. Like people were really tuning in to the podcast. Um, but I hate to blame my co-host and like drag her, but it's her. It's her for sure. So we'll see, maybe this will motivate her when she hears this episode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we no, Lana, get back on that podcast. We want to yes. listen. Yes, we want we want to listen. Yes. Um and I think that it was kind of like people in our community that like podcasts were kind of like thirsty for it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like can we please have a show that talks about, you know, some of the stuff that we like to talk about. Um right. and you know, I have been in the process for the past like couple of months of meeting a lot of new people because I'm kind of starting to date again and just like things are kind of like look I'm just meeting a lot of new people and, and I have yes and I have to tell you guys it is weird to tell people about this can I just say that
2: <laughs> it kind of is and like if like about social media and stuff like because I never call myself like a youtuber or like a podcaster I'm like oh I do this thing
1: like we don't really need to talk about it like yes. fine yeah yeah So like, I'll meet, I'll meet like a new guy and we'll be chatting and then I'll disappear for three hours because I'm recording the podcast with Caitlin and, you know, I'll come back to my text messages and they're like, where did you go? And I'm just like, oh, um, I have a podcast and, um, I was recording the podcast with my friend. She lives in Portland, um. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, well, what is your podcast about? Can I listen to it? And I'm like, you probably wouldn't like no. it. Um, <laughs> no, you can't. That like, please, please don't listen to my podcast. That's what I said next is like, <laughs> like, but, but then there have been, there have been some guys that I've been like, well, if you really want to get to know me better, you can listen to Spice Chaos because I am a hundred percent myself on that show. And I'm probably going to say things on there that I wouldn't ever say to you. Right. So, um, you know, but it's just it's just so interesting to try to talk to other people who are not because even the word like the word planner. Right. It's, it's almost like, you know like, when I was when Go Wild was happening, um,
2: I was like having to like take time off work and stuff, and so I was talking to my boss about it, who is also like kind of a friend, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to a planner conference, and she's like. A planner conference? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and people because and I was like, telling oh, other people like, about like, that and they're like, wait, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. People ask me, like, so you're a wedding planner? And I'm like, no, 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 no. No.
2: <laughs> no. No. No, I like, don't.
0: So you plan events, you're an event planner? And I'm like, no. Mm, no. And no. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. I like papers, stickers. <laughs> right, I'm like, stickers, washi.
1: I know. I'm like, if you, if you picture like an office depot, everything in office depot is what I like. That's that's the only way to really describe it to them. And there's, you know, then I say things, I'll say things like happy planner or Aaron Condren and the people look at me like, and these brands to us are like, so everyday mainstream. And they're like, they're like, no, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, well, you're using a planner. Like, can I see your planner? And they're like, no, you cannot see my planner. Like, why, um, why are you, and I'm like, oh, you could put some stickers on that and it would look better. And they're like, I'm 35. Like, why am I going to put stickers in a plant, you know? And right. it's just, it's just so weird to say to people, well, I do have a podcast. It's about planners. Yeah. And when I say planners, I mean planners, the people and planners the paper because right. both. It's both. both. It's it's both. And um, there have been, there was one guy that found our podcast by just Googling me. Oh, okay. And like, we had kind of just started talking and he was like, hey, it looks like you have a podcast.
2: And you're like, oh no.
1: And I was like, whoa, <laughs> how do you know that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah, not but, something that... I don't just tell everybody that, like, that's not, like, on my business card, like, teacher, podcaster, planner, babe. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, but. you get those business cards made, that would be good. English teacher, podcaster, and planner, babe. That's Um, right that's, or I could change it to planner Bay because I am technically Caitlin's planner Bay. I mean, like we that's, like that's,
2: planner Bay.
1: <laughs> that's what we are. That's I what we it. are to each other. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just a weird, you know, speaking of the community, what made you decide, well, I'm going to put my stuff on Instagram too, because everybody, I mean, like what, when did you say, okay, I'm doing this? Yeah. So I think it just
0: came from like wanting, like you said, wanting to show it off and like I people when I was working at a school um, like I actually did have a couple planner teachers um, but because I was like a I was a long-term sub so what happened was a a teacher went on maternity leave they asked me to cover for her I was already subbing you know day by day but then they were like hey this teacher's going out for maternity leave we'd love to have you long term and I didn't have a job I was still looking so I was like okay cool like I'll do that so I was working as a long-term sub and then she came back and another teacher left for maternity leave and she wanted to take her full year so I was like okay so it ended up being a two-year thing um And so they did kind of get to know me. And so the other teachers were like, they had, like, there was two teachers, I think with Erin Condren planners and one teacher with a happy planner. So I wasn't alone there, right? But like, Mm -hmm. they were just using the planner. They weren't like, you know, there's a difference. Like there are people that buy the planner and they use the planner and they move on with their lives. And then there are people that, go crazy like me and so (laughs) i want to be around those go crazy like me like that's what i want to be around and so that's what made me want to just go ahead and put my stuff on out there and so i would do it on my personal instagram page that has like my family and stuff on it and they would be like oh that's so cool and it's funny because i would get dms like have you seen their instagram and i'm like honey yes like (laughs) you're you're late (laughs) Like, (laughs) like friends and family are like have you ever heard of the planner conference? And I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> and so it's just funny to me that like, they think that they're like putting me on to something new, but it's just like, uh-uh, you don't know how deep I'm in. So it's like, let me create <laughs> because number one, I don't want to flood all my family and friends with like, all these pictures I've been taking because they do not care. I mean, I love them, but they don't have to want to see my planner, right? And so I was like, let me just create a separate page because I just want to be around my people. And I know that if I create a separate page, that'll be that, so, um, like I said, I consider myself a creative. So my page actually used to be a fashion blog page when I was in college. And so I would post pictures of me in like different dresses and outfits. Ooh. and stuff. So I went on there and I just deleted all my photos. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> yeah. Like, look, I have to be honest, I kept all my followers, too. So like it was like I started with like 500 followers. Oh, <laughs> that's perfect. yeah! From my fashion page, so like I kind of started. I didn't start at zero, you know what I mean? Like I started, yeah. And some people unfollowed me once they saw like what is this, you know? But <laughs> a lot of people stuck around for it, so I was like, okay, that works too, you know. So I didn't yeah. start. At, I didn't start at zero with the following. Um, so I just put that out there. So um, <laughs> so that's kind of how that started.
1: Um, I love I love your family. Like so, have you heard of this Heather Kell? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm
0: like Look at this.
1: Look at Heather like, Kell. Someone just
0: messaged me the other day like, "Did you know that Erin Condren had a surprise box?" And I'm like <laughs> I'm Yes, like, I did.
1: Yes. Um, do you know how many of those surprise boxes I've already purchased? Thanks. Exactly. Um, that's right. Like, I've been
0: buying them. I'm lo- I'm a little later than some, but I'm like I've been buying them since
1: 2017. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. That's see that's yeah, that's a long, that's a long time. That is um, a long time. Um, so, okay. Um, I don't, I don't want to like take away from like planner talk because that is why we're here. But I, I just, we have to talk about, we, we can't, we can't let you go and not talk about Aaron Condren. Um, yes. And, you know, I know that it's been a while since all of that Aaron Condren stuff went down. So it's, it's not, it's not like we're, you know, what do they say beating the dead horse or whatever, but you know, we just, we have to ask you like, how, how are you feeling around the time that the planner community kind of, I keep saying that it kind of imploded. I mean, like we had George mm-hmm. Floyd and black lives matter and all of that stuff, which it would be really nice if I was still seeing that stuff in people's feeds. Right. Um, I I do kind of feel like that, you know, that kind of had its its moment in our in our community anyway. And then it's kind of like tapered off.
2: Yeah. Um, Hey, girl, I'm still
1: I'm still posting in my stories and on my feed. uh, Yes. Yes. Caitlin is doing a great job. It's not everybody. I'm just saying that it's like, yeah, it's true. It almost seemed like for a minute there it was like trendy. Yeah, Yeah, it was trending. And I feel like
2: a lot of people were doing it because they felt like they had to, like they were either gonna get called out or like shunned from the community. And then now that it's not like, quote, trending, they, they just kind of go back to their regular feed.
1: Right. So I would just like for our listeners to know that here at Spice Chaos, Black Lives still matter. So that's um, right. um, Hashtag yes. Yes. So how did you feel around that time? Like what what was going through your mind like with the graduation and just the the kind of the foibles of Erin Condren as a company with uh, you know, all the postings and everything? Like what how did you feel about that?
0: Yeah. So when I first read the article, I was just like, ooh, this is not gonna go over well. Like I knew immediately that there was going to be some response from the planet community. Um, I know of people in the planet community. Who, because I was before this all happened, I was already a part of like Black Girls Plan 2 group, um, Black Girls Plan and Create. Like I was already in these like Black Girl Planner groups, right? So like I already saw the things that people were saying about Aaron Condren before this happened. Like there mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize. Like, I even said it on my podcast, like we were joking, but I, I told my co-host, I was like, Yeah, you know, Happy Planner, they got rid of the Planner Girls. And my my co-host was like, why? And I was like, oh, because they we they got mad because we wanted black stickers. And I'm that yeah. as a joke. But yep. Like, but it's but it's out. not. I've always called out the foolishness. Like it's not mm-hmm. new. For me. And that's the one thing. Like being black is not new for me. I've always been black. Being black in the planning community is not new for me. So to see everyone else kind of open their eyes to it was an interesting thing. Cause it's like I'm on the outside looking in. Like oh, now you see it. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. it, it was, yeah. for me it was like um, of course George George Floyd's um, passing was very distressing. And, you know, if you saw the video, it it touched everyone. And so it was really difficult to look at. So I'm not trying to say that I was numb to it because I was not, but it was very much Mm -hmm. so like, looking at other people realize it's like I already realized I know that when me and my husband come home from a nice dinner I drive because I don't want us to be be pulled over I know that you know when my when my dad goes and does different things I would wait up for him to come home like because I was concerned about police pulling him over this is not this is a part of my life it's not something new for me it's not trendy it's not any of that and so when all of this was happening I was just like it was kind of like watching. It's like I was on the outside of the zoo and I was watching people in the zoo figure it out. <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. go ahead, like figure it out, because I've already figured it out and I already know. And so it was just interesting in that way because I think that a lot of folks were uh, expecting everyone in the planet community to make a statement, and I didn't because I felt like it would be for other people and not for me. And mm-hmm. I know what I do every day on a regular basis, and that is I work with students who are first generation low income and students with disability. And most, most of them are students of color. And the program I work for was started in response to the civil rights movement. So like, I know what I do every day, you know what I mean? And so um for me, it was like, I'm not putting a statement because it wouldn't be for me. It would be for, it would be to prove that I support black people every day of my life. And I don't, I didn't feel like I had to prove that. Um, And with that being said, so then when we roll right over into everything that happened with Aaron Condren, I knew that it was it was more than just the COVID. It was it was so much mixed up in that, right? So it was COVID and then it was the idea of a march right after everyone or during, I should say, everyone doing marches for Black Lives Matter, and it was all mixed up in this one cluster of wow, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so um there was there were two responses so my initial response was "Ooh, this is messy yeah my second response was "Ooh, this was irresponsible because there are lives at stake you know and having all of this um not communicating but all of this um I guess you could say partying like on the beach after a graduation um and so I was like that's that's tough right um no masks all of that stuff but then my third reaction was I'm an, you know, like I said, English teacher at heart, right?
3: Mm-hmm. I can
0: read right through an article when someone is specifically targeting a person and or family. And I felt like the article, and I don't know for sure, I can't read anyone's mind or heart, but the article is definitely targeting Erin and her family. Now, now whether mm-hmm. it was the truth, whether every little word of it was the truth or not, I don't know. I can't say. But I know that the person who wrote it had a motive. That's how I read it. Yes. I, they had a motive. They were like, I'm about to get them with this one. Like they, and that's what reporters. Yeah. I'm not saying they weren't doing their job. I'm not saying that. Um, and so um I I felt like I didn't know the full story. And so the anger that a lot of people felt towards Erin Condren, towards the brand, towards the person, I didn't feel that, but that's just not my personality, if that makes sense. So, like I didn't feel the anger, and I didn't feel like she personally attacked me or hurt me or did anything to me i didn't feel that i felt like like i said i felt like it was an irresponsible move i felt like it was a big mistake i felt like a lot of people may not forgive her for this i felt all of that but i because we're not actually friends like we all think we're friends right like everybody felt like oh stephanie's my friend or like aaron's my friend but we're not actually friends and so i had to take a step back and say man this was messed up but is does that mean I'm going to stop using something that really works for me because this person messed
2: up? Yeah, and okay. I think there's, there's a big difference yeah. also between the actions of Aaron and like the the company Erin Condren, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, and she, I mean, um,
0: she's a- all that. Um, but
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, she's she's on a vacation, yeah, yeah. um, right. I mean,
0: but, I don't. <laughs> Well, I don't want to say I don't see a difference, but we saw Stephanie leave and then we saw Stephanie pop right back yeah. up. And so even though <laughs> she true. is retired, it's like, mm, mm-hmm, yeah, but you're still very much so involved, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not mad at these people for wanting to continue their life's work. I'm just not. I'm like, hey, do you? Like, it's just. I don't yeah attack like how dare they want to work with the planner company they built from the ground up like I just don't feel that way but I know a lot of people do and I
2: respect their feelings Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I, I really like that perspective for sure
1: well and you know and looking at it from an English teacher's point of view I saw that in several of the articles well first of all if the class had 658 kids in it were there not some other parents that they could interview for this article you never. know, like yeah. I, that, that, that <laughs> crossed my mind as I was reading it. I was like, so this made news because Aaron Condren's kids go to this school. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, and then I'm looking around like, since when is the planner community news to anybody, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's not like, like, I'm sorry, but you're not going to get very many people to click on an article. That's like Aaron Condren's kids did this. Like most of the world is like Aaron who. Right. Um, so, <laughs> exactly. you know. For and I mean, I'm not saying that is any offense to Aaron and her company, not that she hasn't built a fantastic company. But, you know, there are a lot of us in this community and we can at some times feel like that we are the whole world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, and I, I did feel like that the article was written in such a way that it was like Aaron Condren basically stood in front of 658 kids and said, Hey, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, I'm not saying that what she did was, was okay because it wasn't, but she was more than likely going along with 658 kids parents. And I
0: mean, in the principal, right? Like we know how things work at a school. Like what, so the principal shouldn't be held accountable. So
1: right. like,
0: Mar- I, I just I just have a hard time putting all the blame on one person. And that's for anything in my life. Like right. I have a hard time putting all the blame on one person. And so for me, it was like, I can't be mad. At, first of all, I'm sorry. I can't be like that angry at someone. I don't <laughs> know personally. Sure. Um, it's just, it's, that's just not my personality. But also I felt like folks were actually like, going i don't know how to explain it but i felt like if you don't want to use the plan anymore i respect it but can we at some point move on like okay you've decided you're mm-hmm. trashing your planner you're throwing it in the garbage but you're still talking about it two months later and it's like okay like i get it but like there are so many positive things going on in the planner community and i'd much rather like if you feel like man aaron really messed up she disrespected the black lives matter movement whatever you feel okay so let's now talk about that like what are we doing going in that direction what are some of the positive things that are happening and I felt like that was completely overlooked and that a lot of folks just wanted to focus on the negative only I'm okay with mentioning the negative but I also want to talk about like all the great things that are happening and I felt like even when I would go live and things like that I felt like nobody wants to talk about it and I'm like hey let's talk about these great things that are happening over here and over there and and I felt like a lot of folks really didn't want to do that yeah
1: yeah, well, it's, you know, it's more fun to talk about the hot tea, right? I mean, <laughs> we want, right. You know, and it's and it's more fun to drag another human being. And I'm not, t- and look, y'all, everybody that listens to this show knows kind of what I went through at that time. And I, I don't want to say that I'm not still going through it because I, I do have, I do have my, I have my Aaron Condren planner. And um, I do still have some things from the website that I want to order and all this stuff. So I am essentially back moving towards the planner community but um at the same time that all of this stuff happened Chloe my husband left wow and um yeah I mean you know we it it had been kind of rough here for the last few years so it wasn't like that big of a surprise but you know it was very difficult for me at the time you know to remember like okay so I need to focus on okay, so we don't like Aaron Condren right now, but that was a place in my life that was very comforting for me. The planner community was a comforting place yeah. and it was almost like the planner community just like disappeared from my life at the same mm-hmm. time that my husband did. It's like the two things happened at the same time. Yeah. Um, like I think that my husband left like two days after George George Floyd was mor- was murdered. Like I think that that's okay. how that, that happened. Wow. And so the planner community is going through all of this stuff And, you know, I'm sitting over here like, okay, well, I'm here at my house by myself. I'm finding it very interesting that all of a sudden the other people in the planner community are like, wait, black girls are planners, too. Um, (laughs) You you know, and that's that's really how it felt. It felt like all of a sudden it's like all of the other people in the community were like, oh, wait, yeah, you guys are here, you know, and it's just that that's really what it looked like, at least from where I was sitting. And I just didn't really know like what my place was because it's not my place and caitlin and i have said this before it's not our place to accept the apologies of these companies they haven't done anything to us right um and i appreciate that i mean and
0: i think too like um i won't mention who said it but a friend of mine in the planet community she and i have been talking since i would say about um the summer. So like, um, well the fall, I would say since like September, we've been talking about how we felt like we were overlooked a lot. And so Mm -hmm. we were talking about how like, we felt like we were overlooked a lot and things like that. And I was like, you know, I just, me as a person, I don't feel like I need any planner company to validate my creativity, my love for planning any of it. And so she was like, yeah, I agree, but it just sucks that we don't, we're not looked at for anything. And I was like, you know what, you're right. I mean, even as being a part of the EC squad, that is how we felt for, for a while and so um we were just talking about it talking about it and then this happened and so then it was like so do we try to roll and keep seeing the changes or do we say we're done and we don't care what changes you make or how you improve we don't want to be a part of it and so that was something that we both kind of I'm glad that I had her to talk to about it because who else do you talk to about that like mm-hmm. me, my husband we talked about it and he 100% like I i I've like so appreciated to him, because, like, he really was, like, getting it, he was, like, okay, I see what you're saying, like, he, he was, like, going over it with me, like, we were talking about it, and so he was just, like, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, it really works for you, like, this is something that you really like, it really works for you, and he was, like, and why should you have to drop a hundred dollars on a new system right now? Like, he was just like, right. like yeah, was
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that's not fair to you. He was like, as a black woman, like, so now you have to conform to what everybody else thinks you should do? He was like, You should do what you want. Like, and so we were just talking about that. And um, like I said, my friend in the planner community, she um, she and I decided like we think we're going to move forward. Like we think we're going to stick with it. And so one thing it did teach me though, is definitely not to have all my eggs in one basket. I felt like I had all my eggs in one basket with happy planner. And then um, it kind of taught me like, even though it wasn't my experience when um, the squad kind of ended, not squad, but um, yeah, it's happy planner squad, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When the squad ended and they got rid of for a little bit, um, Heather Kell and some other folks, And they started fresh. I think that was 2019 that that happened? Yeah, that was the last year's
2: squad. Mm -hmm.
0: When they did that, it taught me, like, and and Heather talked about it. And I think she wanted us to draw this conclusion. Like, do not put all your A's in one basket. Talk to different planner companies. Work with different planner companies. And so that's what this did for me is it, like, reiterated that. I already felt like that in 2018, but it kind of reiterated that for me. That's why on my feed, you'll see more than one planner. You'll see Plum Paper. You'll see Wordsworth. And so I think that's too, because, you know, I don't work, I always say it, I don't work for Erin Condren. I work on a commission-based, you know, I don't work for corporate. I don't work for any of those departments. Like, we have a good working relationship, and I hope that it grows. But I I have a right to use other things other than just Erin Condren. And even though those are my favorite things, and I love them so much, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what makes sense for me, and so if I'm going to continue and grow, I want to work with more brands. I want to see how other people are doing things, and I definitely want to work with more um, black-owned businesses as well.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, it would be a shame, I think, if the Erin Condren community didn't have any black women or women of color in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like, I-, I could see how, like, at the time. When everyone was kind of making this mass exodus, I was like, no, no, no. Like if everybody leaves, like how boring it's going to be. And, yeah.
2: um,
1: you, you know, I just, I, I think that at this point, the leadership over at Aaron Condren is, is, is making the, I, I think that they're doing that they're doing the right thing. Um, oh yeah. I mean, we, the I, yes, they're moving in the right direction. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've all noticed the changes, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I think that they that they truly genuinely meant the things that they said when they were like, OK, we're sorry we we messed this up. This was not good. And again, you know, it's not they're not apologizing to me at all because they didn't do anything to me. But, um, you know, I still I, ha- I have to pay attention, you know, I mean, uh-huh. yeah. uh, especially because, like, we have friends in this community. We have black women friends in this community. And I can't. I can't just, it, it was difficult for me at the time, I think, to kind of reconcile with, well, I don't want for them to feel like that I am not on their side if I continue to use this planner. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, because that's, that's not at all, like, at some point you have to, like, realize my life is held together by this book. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's like, it's the same, it's the same thing about, like, and this is just a totally kind of different example. We all have to wear clothes every day. Right. right? Well, mo- most of us. Most of us have to put clothes on at least a top every day. Maybe not pants, right. but a top. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if I stood up and like threw away all of my clothes that were made in an inhumane way, right. I oh, don't yeah. know. I don't know how many clothes I would be able to wear. It's like at one point when I look at my when I look at my iPhone I don't know what kind of person put my iPhone together or what kind of conditions they're working under. I mean, if I really needed to look at the moral fabric of every single company, of every single product that I use, it would be really difficult to live your life.
0: Oh, yeah. And I said the same exact thing um, during that time. I said the same thing. I was like, so, you know, because a lot of things were going down and the black girls love Starbucks groups
2: um, that I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. to talk about those Starbucks tumblers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, y'all, let me tell you something. There's two things holding my life together right now. It's planners, God, Starbucks. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the fabric of life. God <laughs> is first, God is first. But like, I mean, these things are, and, and it's not that I, I, if something went down, you know, I'd, I'd stop. You you know, if I, if I felt disrespected by a certain company, like, of course I could funnel that out. But like you said, it's it's a never ending thing because every single thing, my TV, my computer, my phone, my tablet, um, the, the, the the paint that was used to paint the apartment, like every little thing, right. in our car, you know, every little thing, there's someone at the bottom of that company that is being exploited typically, unless you're doing like a, you're talking about like a small business, right? But mm-hmm. like, even still, everything we use is there's it's it's connected to some kind because you got to to make money in america somebody has to be exploited right yeah even if it's just that mcdonald's worker that's making way less than a living wage that's exploitation Man. in my opinion and so yeah. <laughs> if you're not making a living wage it's an exploitation that's how i feel so when you look at it that way it's like well you know how miserable you'd be if you had to sit up and write down every single thing that is is unjust you know and and take it away from your life, like it would, it would take so much and it would, I don't even know if it'd be worth the mental anguish to sit there and do that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: To stand for something, right? For sure. And that's up to every individual person to choose what they, what they stand for, you know? Um, And, and that was my thing. I'm like, I don't want anyone judging me on my platform for the products I continue to use. I really do, you know, love and appreciate everyone um The black women in the planet community because no one unfollowed me because I continued to use Erin Condren. No one was upset with me, um, and so I appreciate that. I appreciate that everyone was just like, "Hey, we all got to do what works for us," and um I appreciate that no one like was upset with me or unfollowed me over it or anything
1: like that. That okay. I
0: know. Of. That I know. Of.
1: <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. I well, no, I like that. Um. So, Caitlin, you. It... Yeah. Okay. So, Chloe and Caitlin have something in common.
2: We do. And, and, Chloe and, and, I,
1: Chloe. Yes. and Chloe and I have something in common, but they're two very different things. So, yes. let's go ahead and start with, since she's already mentioned Starbucks, let's go Let's go there first.
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with Starbucks. <laughs> so I have two of them on my desk in front of me right now. <laughs> okay. So, I have two on my desk
1: now. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> how how many tumblers do you have, Chloe? okay so I'm I'm a baby in the game
0: so I have three of the ones with like the straw the cold drink ones and then I have two of the mugs
1: that's like for hot drinks so have five okay nice that's that's a good that's a nice collection um yeah
2: I only have a few also my newest ones though I think are my favorite and I love any of the glass ones because I just love a glass cup that's my favorite So I have the iridescent glass water bottle from last year and I have the iridescent one or the ombre one from this year. And then I got the teacher one and the one that looks like a composition book for my daughter. I got those. Um, And then I got two of the rainbow ones from last year. I think that's all I
1: have for now.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Okay. You you know, you know who is the queen of Starbucks tumblers is who? Oh yes, she is. Kita is the queen oh, of yes. Starbucks Tumblr. Yes. Kita Kita is is always like throwing up a Starbucks tumbler somewhere in her in her stuff. Yeah. Um she's probably but, the reason why I have at least like two of mine for sure. So do you like the ones that are studded, like those ones that are like bumpy?
0: So the one I have now is like the iridescent looking one with the iridescent looking straw. Yeah, and, uh, I
2: saw that on your Instagram page.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so I have that one. And then I have like a floral one. It's like little florals all over it. Um, I'm not into the studded ones, but only because in my head, I'm afraid that the studs are going to come off. And I actually do like use them. I don't want to like keep any of them to just be pretty. Like I just want to use them. (laughs) Um, So I'm afraid that if I get a studded tumbler, I won't want to use it. I'll be like, oh, no, it's going to get messed up. And I hate that. Like, I just want to use my stuff. So that is the only reason. But if someone else bought it for me, I'd be like super happy. I mean, I wouldn't (laughs) tell Um,
1: okay well the studs the studs don't come off they're they're oh, built okay. in. Yeah. No, they are oh, built see, into and, the I plastic don't, I don't
2: like, and I don't like the look of the studded tumblers they're just not not for me and see, but I, I know every
1: no, you, you know I love them I think that they look I think that they look just the right amount of extra for me <laughs> yeah. yeah I think that's exactly right and I'm over here like give me all
2: the matte black like please, no. okay.
1: <laughs> and and I'm like no okay so I have the I have got I think four of the studded tumblers.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, okay. I
1: have I I have the rose gold. Okay, five of the studded tumblers. Um, <laughs> I have the rose gold one, and then the original like the unicorn iridescent one, and then the one that is just kind of silver, and then I have one that is hot hot pink,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then I have one that is rainbow.
3: Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm, in,
1: I'm into the studs. Okay. Like I, I love those studded ones because for me, it's just enough drink. You know, it's a large, really tall, like yep. large drink. And when I'm out in public with it, I'm like, yes, I am just a little bit extra, just a little <laughs> bit, like just enough where you can see in my coffee cup that there's something about me that may not be quite right. Yeah, I'm just a little (laughs) fancy. (laughs) I am am fancy when it comes to my coffee cup. So, well, I think that 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 is so cute. And what a fun collection. I love to buy cups. It's one of my favorite things. Um, They're all over the house right now. Like, I don't even know, like, where half of them are. They're all, like, they're sitting on tables in other rooms. And I need to gather them all and maybe take a (laughs) picture, but... That's Um, why I
2: got my daughter her own little, like, it's a grande size with a composition book look on the outside. I was like, just take this one. Quit taking my cups. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What's funny to me is, like, my issue is that I always want the rare ones, like the ones that are super hard to find. So the last time I wanted the floral, it's like a floral, um stainless steel cup and so when I saw it like oh I gotta have this it was someone in the parent community that posted it but I could not find it anywhere in the state of Illinois so I went on Mercari which is y'all know how those markups go Um, (laughs) yeah so Mercari and I actually found one that was only like maybe $5 more than normal. So I was like, okay, I can do that. Um, and so I got that. And then my sister was looking for the other color. So I wanted blue and pink of the same tumbler. My sister wanted the other color and she went crazy. Like she found it. She was crazy about finding it, found it for both of us, bought it for both of us. So now I feel forever indebted because she found a unicorn for me. So now I feel like I have to always buy her one every time I buy myself a cup. So it's just, yeah. So that's the yeah. new thing. Like if you cups on my page like one one color one the other one is for her so (laughs) there's that so she just doubled my Starbucks bill every time I go because like, she seriously like went way out of her way to find it for me so I now I'm like ah every time I see a cup that's cute
2: I gotta get her one but that's cute you guys have that like connection, that thing that you do together I love that yes
0: yes and for us and so I've been sending her there's a new one with a rose gold uh, not rose gold I'm sorry a gold quilt have you
1: seen that one? Oh,
2: yeah. I have not. But I love quilted things. I love Me all Me too. Clothes.
1: I was just going to say the same thing. And I so love it, gold. Well, <laughs> it's, it's probably going to
0: be a uniform, but it's, it's like, um, clear on the outside, right? And then the inside, that little inside wall, whatever, it has, like, a gold quilt thingy in there. And
2: then it has, Ooh. like, a burgundy rose on top. Mm. Oh, that sounds good. Gorgeous! That is a fall cup that I need.
1: Oh, yeah. oh yes, yeah. so
0: okay. Obsession! My sister has already started looking. So, <laughs> so don't <laughs> join the Starbucks. All the listeners, do not join the Starbucks groups on Facebook. Um, it is a rabbit hole. Um, if you're ready to go down that hole, go ahead. But I've warned you.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I am. I'm actually on Mercari right now, looking up gold Starbucks <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um oh this because... white one with the gold lid that's pretty
1: <laughs> oh yes i see that No, no um seriously <gasps> wait is this it? it is this it it's got a rose on it and it's quilted on the inside
0: yep
1: yep oh oh Mg, Chloe, this is so pretty. Isn't it
2: pretty? I okay, mean, but how much is the markup? What's the price on it?
1: Um, it is not bad. Okay, it is only fifty-four dollars. Please Ooh. just send it to me. I um. Can't um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I Ooh, here's, one for- Here, here's one for thirty-six dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mama's gonna add that to the cart right now. So thank you, <laughs> Chloe, for no um, for being yeah, it oh influenced us. <laughs> yes, it's so pretty
0: though, right? Like,
1: come on. Gorgeous. It has a yellow straw. The straw Ooh. is yellow. Oh, so it's pretty. perfect. Pretty. It's so perfect. Okay, yeah, that looks like you for sure, Leanne. For sure. Um, yeah, I'm about to own this right now. <laughs> um so speaking of things that we have in common you play animal crossing I do I haven't played in like at least a week I haven't but. played in a while either it's been a while since i played but um wh- when did you get into animal crossing like when did you when did you get your switch when how long have you been playing
0: okay so g- let's go back to like circa 2005 okay
1: whoa so you're like an OG you're like you're yeah you're like you've been playing forever
0: (laughs) okay so not really
1: okay not really okay
0: so what happened was back then remember when you could like rent games from GameStop like that was so yeah yeah, GameCube and so my dad would take me to rent games from GameStop and so we went one day and I rented Animal Crossing but like I could not I didn't get it like I didn't understand like what the point was and I I was like I was more so looking for like mission-based games. So like I, I didn't get into it. And I think I was about to get into it. And by the time I could, it was time to take it back because it was a rental. So I didn't really get into it then, but I, it's always been something I, I remembered, you know? And so my little cousin got the DS back when that was hot and like first came out, the Nintendo DS. And so she had it on hers and I would play hers from time to time with her, just like as a bot, like, you know, oh, you have a game, let's see, type of thing. Um, so I knew about Animal Crossing. It wasn't like brand new to me. Um, and then when the Nintendo Switch came out, I wanted one. Um, and I didn't know why I wanted one. I was just like, oh, I like that, that's handheld. And at the time I was taking the train to work. So I kind of was thinking about like, oh, I could play it on the train or whatever. And so time fast forwarded and Animal Crossing, there were, there were rumors of it coming out. And I was like, ooh, like if they come out with a new one, because I wanted Animal Crossing, but I didn't want to go buy a DS. I was like, it's way too late the game to be buying like a DS, you know? Right. Um, like we're moving on to the newest console and so that was my idea was I'll just wait until it comes out on the so I was kind of like one of those people waiting for it to come out but then coronavirus happened and you know it was hard to find a switch period like they were sold out everywhere they were marked up on every resale site so I finally got it in like um maybe April um so I've been playing since April
1: Oh my gosh, and yours is pink. Yes. Look so at your I, pink switch. So I had to sit there. And <laughs> it's like, so
2: cute.
0: I had to sit on Target's website and, like, because they restock at random times sometimes or they'll, like, put it back up. So I was, like, stalking Target the whole week. And that's how I got it.
1: You got a pink one. And look at it in your Erin Condren pencil pouch. It's perfect.
0: I'm obsessed with the <laughs> fact that it
1: fits so in there. Cute it fits in there so perfect okay so what is your island's name on Animal Crossing
0: so I wanted to name it something after Chicago but not like Chicago Island because that's lame um but I love Chicago so I wanted to name it after Chicago so I was starting to think of like Chicago artists so I'm like okay Chance the Rapper I'm like naming all these Chicago artists in my head and then I thought about Lupe Fiasco which is you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he Mm -hmm. has a song Paris Tokyo and so like the hook goes like let's go away to Paris um lay up in Tokyo um and he's like take a train to New Orleans fall in love in Chicago and so like but it's called Paris Tokyo so I was like I'm gonna name it Paris Tokyo Island
2: oh "Oh." (laughs) that
1: That is (laughs) cute.
2: that's perfect
0: yeah and I've Chicago without it being called Chicago but if you know you know So, like, if you know who Lupe Fiasco is, you know Paris Tokyo. Yeah, so Mm
1: -hmm. I bet that there are people that visit your island that know that, though, when they see it, like, they recognize, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, well, are you having fun? Like, do you have, like, a whole bunch of, like, people that live on your island? And, like, do you, I mean, like, I I love playing. I really miss playing. It's very relaxing. It Um, is. mm
0: -hmm. So, I miss, okay, so I haven't played in a week, but um my mission was to get some I have all the villagers you can have so I think it's 10 mm-hmm. and so I'm I have a mission to get a couple of them off my island because it's just I don't like them mm-hmm. um and so I thought that I would be playing this game to like build the island and make it beautiful but like that has not been what I've been doing I've actually just been enjoying the villagers and like getting to know them and like seeing their personalities because of course it's like you know it's auto-generated but like the more you play the more things they'll say to you and so mm-hmm. it's just funny. like the little things that they say Um, and like they'll get mad at you and like (laughs) little stuff like that. So that's actually been like the goal is to like build up my friendship with the villagers and see like the different little stuff they say. Oh, that is so cute. So that's been fun for me is doing that part of it. And then, of course, trying to get my what they call dream villagers. Um, So um, I just got Anka, which is one of my dream villagers, and then um, Dom, He's, like, a little... Um, I have Dom. I you have Dom? Dom. Yes, I yeah. love him. I love him, too. He's so cute. So that's so my cute. goal. And now I want Judy. I want Judy. She's, like, a rainbow bear. She kind of reminds you of, like, a doodle bear from back in the day. Rainbow yeah. Bear. She kind of yeah. reminds you of that. Um, so I want her. So I've been, like, playing to get... <laughs> it sounds bad, but, like, my mission lately has been to get rid of some people so I can get new people.
1: <laughs> I have but some... I, I I have have some. Yeah, I, I have some people them. on my island, too, that I would like to go, that I, I would like for them to go. Are you in any of the, um, like, Facebook groups, Animal Crossing Facebook groups?
0: Yes. So I'm in Animal Crossing for Black Folk. That's what it's called. I love it. And then I'm also in Animal Crossing for those over 25, I think, like 25 and older Animal mm-hmm. Crossing, just because I didn't want to be in a group of like, little kids or anything. Um, right. Yeah, so I joined that group. And so it's funny because it's mostly people talking about hiding their console from their kids and like, try- <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. trying to play Animal Crossing without like family interference so it's, it's pretty
1: so you need to join the Facebook group called Planimal Crossing
0: oh are you serious right now
1: it is planners who also oh, play Animal Crossing
0: I'm on it right now mm-hmm. like,
1: Planimal Crossing yeah. yep mm-hmm. they, it's yes pick. it's a fun group it's a really fun group this um, is perfect. hmm I know. It's like the best of both worlds. Um I'm Yeah, I, I I I love it. And um I have an Animal Crossing Instagram that gets no attention anymore because I've stopped <laughs> playing so much. But um but yeah, oh I love so now I have love talking to you.
0: your island? I have
1: to Yes, know. yes. We've got we, we have got to like get together a time that we can play. And yes. I can go visit your island and you can come visit mine. My island is called Lorelei. And it is from the Gilmore girls because I watched the Gilmore girls on like a constant loop, but I didn't spell it the same way that Lorelai spells her. I spelled it with an E at the end instead of an A. So, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's, it's still, it's not that it's spelled incorrectly. I just didn't know how she spelled it. Um, Apparently you can spell it both ways. But anyway, it's so cool that you play that. And I, I've, I've only talked to like a couple other people in my real life. And I, I consider this podcast to be my real life. Um, I, I've only talked to a couple other people in life that play this. Uh, most of the people that I know that play are people that I've met online and Facebook groups and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So you guys know um, Huggy Plans. Oh, yeah. You play with her all the time. Yes. Huggy Plans and I sometimes will go to each other's islands. But it's been a really long time because, you know, I don't want to say that, like, the shine wore off after. What happened to me, Chloe, was um, when my island hit five stars, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do now? (laughs) So my island still hasn't hit. I think I'm at, like, three or something. So maybe you can help me. Okay, well. (laughs) You need what I need to do. I need to be like developing relationships with the people on my island. Like that's, that's, that's what I need to do because sometimes I'll pick it up and I'll go about like my business on the game and not even talk to anybody for like days at a time.
0: Yeah. So the key is, I didn't know this, but the villagers are the key to getting those DIYs. So that's why I started because I wanted more DIYs. And then on top of that, if you keep the same villagers like some people just want to keep their villagers and they never want to let them go but if you do that they'll just keep giving you the same diy's so you have to like do island so that you can get more diy's from other villagers because
1: oh okay yeah. okay
0: so that's what yeah. me like really like oh man like i got to switch these villagers out in order to get more diy's cuz that's my thing like i i want more stuff to make to put on the island
1: Okay. I'll, okay. I I'll like that. Okay. So that's what Caitlin, I'm going to start doing next time. How pick are you join your subscription to um, the Yay Day Paper so Company? Do you guys know what time I is? love it.
2: Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting
1: needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I, I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more
2: stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored.
1: Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to
2: do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need.
1: Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know, and right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5
2: off a year-long Yay Day subscription, and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up
1: now, everyone. We're off to craft. it's currently page time yes it's currently page time oh my gosh okay so are you ready are you ready chloe <laughs> i think i'm ready <laughs> all right well caitlin it's your birthday so you go first okay uh let me pull up the, <laughs> let me pull up the list i'm
2: super prepared and professional anyone um you want. okay you ask her
1: anyone you want <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm going to go in order again because I feel like that's the easiest to keep track of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So Chloe, what are you reading right now? So, don't judge me. Right now I'm <laughs> about, right now
0: I'm reading like articles and scholarly articles about zoom fatigue. I know it sounds crazy, but like I am a scholarly article type girl. Like I read those in between novels and stuff. And so that's what <laughs> I've been reading is like what zoom fatigue is why we feel it and all that type of stuff and the reason why i'm reading it is to help myself of course but also to help my students so
2: mm-hmm. you know. yep i i do that all the time i read books that are like partly for me and then mostly for my students <laughs> i do yeah. that all the time <laughs> yeah all
1: right cool so awesome. wait okay well i have a question about that what are you learning like what have you learned about zoom fatigue like what should we know because i'm all i've been on zoom five days this week so what yeah. do i need to know
0: So, okay, so one reason why we feel Zoom fatigue is because, well, some people do, right, is because you have to do more to show that you're engaged, because in person, those little pauses and things that we do naturally, they go over a lot better. So like, if you're in a meeting with 20 other coworkers or whatever, all eyes are not on you the entire time, like no one's looking at your face the entire time, unless you're Mm -hmm. the one presenting. So when you're sitting in your seat, when you tap your pen, when you pick up your drink, none of those things are interruptions because no one's looking just at you. But when you're on Zoom um, and you're just sitting there, everyone's just looking at your face the entire time. So, I mean, and that's how we feel, right? That might not be true. Like people may not be looking at your face, but that's how we feel. Um, Another thing is that when it comes to Zoom, like um, it feels like the other other people are kind of invading your space. So you might view your home as like, the space away from work and the space where nobody else can invade. But it kind of feels like your boss or whoever whoever
2: it is, is kind of invading your personal space when you have them on
1: Zoom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That so, is
2: all very true. I didn't even think about that. I was, I've been in a lot of like virtual information sessions for my school this summer. And I totally do that. Like when I'm on camera, I'll be like, sitting there posed, you know, or like smiling the whole time or like trying to make sure I have eye contact and I'm not over here, like typing on my computer or whatever. Yeah, that's totally true. Totally get that.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so today, while I was teaching my second block class, my assistant principal came into the room and, um, yep. And you know, you have to let them in, like they ask for Mm -hmm. access to the room. So I, I let, I let him in and, um, Went about what I was doing with the class before I let him in. Like, I just kept going. But then, part of what the kids were doing, they were working on a warm up where all they had to do was like go to this website and like practice their vocab words. Mm-hmm. And that's normally a time in class when I would say, turn off your cameras and work as hard as you can for the next 15 minutes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because the kids need time with the camera off, too. Yes. yes. And, you know, my kids seriously, what I have noticed in this first week is that when you tell the kids to turn off the camera, they are on it. They are like, yes, like they don't want their face to be up there all the time. Right. Right. And, you know, so I try to come up with activities that the kids can do where, okay, relax, turn off your camera and do this on your own. I'm going to set a timer and you've got 15 minutes and then we're going to all come back and you turn your camera back on. But Mm -hmm. my assistant principal was in the room we are requiring them to stay on camera. Like That's part of the requirements is that their cameras are supposed to be on and my camera right. is supposed to be on. So I'm sitting here while the kids are working for 15 quiet minutes on this assignment and I'm just staring at the Zoom screen. Like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, I'm not in my classroom. I can't walk around as oh, a kid yeah. and check on them. You know, yeah. normally, if, normally if, if, if my kids were working on an assignment, I would be up from my desk, walking around their desks like, okay, so yeah. how you doing? Like, what number are you on or whatever? Yep. But this was just me staring at them while they were working. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it just it just <laughs> felt so weird. But then I got an email from him later that said, it was so awesome to be in your Zoom room today. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. You're rocking it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and I think that's part of that, like what we talked
2: about earlier, just that like switch on how you think about like your role as the teacher, or your role as the educator, that kind of thing in virtual.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, there was definitely a moment there where I was just like, this is weird. He's in the room staring at us <laughs> while we're doing a quiet assignment. And I'm literally just sitting here on my couch, not doing anything.
0: Yeah. But so, you're doing you're facilitating and so well, yeah, yeah I'm
1: super tired I'm so tired from that you know like <laughs> it,
0: it made other, me <laughs> that was the other thing about zoom fatigue it was saying that a lot of a part of that too is like when you leave a long hard day of work and you go home everybody understands why you're tired and so it feels like you shouldn't complain about working from home and working on Zoom. But the article was saying like it is we need to start normalizing that it is okay. Not not that like anybody wants to be a complainer, but like when you have, you know, you go to happy hour after work, you're like, whoa, that was a rough day. It's okay to still say, Whoa, that was a rough day, even though you did it at home and sitting down and mm-hmm. on Zoom. So that was part of the Zoom fatigue is that like we have to normalize, we have to work on normalizing being tired from being on camera all
1: day. Okay. I love it. Oh, I love that. So what are you planning? What are you planning right now in your life? (laughs) I'm planning
0: my workshop coming up. I have a virtual workshop that is coming up. Um, It is the first week of October because that is FAFSA week. So October 1st is when FAFSA opens up. And so we always do a series of workshops that week. We call it Trio Week at my job. But this year, I'm super excited because my planner workshop, although it won't be in person like I want, um, it'll be online on Zoom. But I'm sending an Erin Condren planner to each participant in the mail.
2: Oh, my gosh. Wow.
0: That's yeah. amazing. So Erin Condren donated 30 planners to my students. And they will be receiving a basically a back-to-school bundle in the mail from us. So Erin sent... Aaron Conscience sent us the stuff, the the company sent us the stuff, and then we're packaging it up and mailing it to each participant of the um, workshop. So this is my fourth workshop. I'm super excited about it. Well, my fourth one with students. I've done other ones like at Michael's and stuff. This is my fourth one at my college. And each year we like scramble for donations. Like (laughs) I like go on planners go wild group. And I like ask if anyone wants to donate their like stuff that in their stash they're not using. And people donate brand new planners or like barely use planners and then I go and I clean them up and I put them out and I let students pick them and that was cool like that worked but this year I was like I can't do that like it's just too much to try to do and send out and then it worked before because students could look at each layout and pick something that they liked but this year I'm like I just need everyone to have the same planner so they will all have academic planner and then I have a teacher copy and so I will be creating well I am in the process of creating YouTube videos to go around go along with the curriculum. And so it's a lot of planning. Um so that is what I'm
3: currently.
2: Playing. Wow. Wow. That, that is, is awesome. so cool. I love that so much.
1: Yeah, so I'm yeah. so excited about this partnership. That yeah. is that is just beyond wonderful. So. Oh,
2: yeah, seriously. I know if if I had 30 students, I have almost just over 200, but if I had 30 students or like a number like that, I think that that would be a great partnership as well. I love that. Yeah.
0: So the thing is i do have 160 but um nobody will no i can't get all 160 of them to come to the same workshop so i usually cap it at about 30 and so it's first come first serve so whoever signs up will get a planner and if you want to still come like it's on zoom so if they want to still come they can but typically in person it was only a 30 person workshop so i just stuck with that number but i do have 160
1: perfect wow yeah. wow. wow that is that is amazing that's you know, I, I've heard I have heard of Aaron Condren, the company, um, and maybe that's what we're going to refer to it now. Aaron Condren, the company. Yeah, um, or EC.
2: I've heard a lot of people say EC.
1: Yes, I've heard about them sending planners to doctors and sending planners to you know that they that they, they do that sometimes. So that's really awesome. Right. So, yes. um, you just reached out to like Sam or Tori or one of those people and and got them yeah. to to do it. Yes, yeah, so I put together a pitch like I was working
0: with a friend of mine who her mission is to help black women accomplish their goals. Literally, that is her mission. Like that is her thing. And so. I told her like, hey, I really want a planner company to donate these planners because I cannot do a planner workshop with a hundred different planners. Like, it's just not going to happen. And so she was like, okay, let's do this. Like, you can do it. And so she helped me put together a really nice pitch that included some materials from my previous workshops and like all in a really nice email. And I sent this to um, Sam and I'm sorry, Tori. And she forwarded over to Sam and they, they responded and they were like, we want to do this.
1: Oh. That's awesome. I love that. Um, All right, Caitlin, what's next? Okay, what is next? Where is my list? Hold on while I sing
2: and find my stuff. Okay, what are you watching right now? I am
1: watching Chicago Fire.
3: (laughs) Oh, I bet you are.
1: (laughs) You love Chicago. You love being there, right? You love being from there.
0: people from Chicago either you leave because you're just like no it's not I think or if you stay you love
2: Chicago period like yeah I feel like that's Chicago- how Katie B the planner B is too yeah,
1: yeah. Katie B <laughs> K- yeah, mm-hmm. she's been in Chicago her whole life I think and um
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah she's she's all about it so speaking of Chicago and I don't want to take away like from your Chicago fire watching because I've seen that show and I do like that show um were you at the Chicago planner conference in February so, haha! Guess what? I had the tickets
0: in my cart, and they sold out before I could check out.
1: No.
2: <laughs> yep. Oh yep. my
1: gosh, that is terrible! Because I was yep. like, first of all, how is it possible that I was there and you were there and we didn't
2: see each other? Right?
0: Yeah. That so. What happened. So what? Yeah. Happened after that is. I ended up just going. On a work trip, because I was like, what I'm not going to do is be in Chicago the whole weekend and be upset that I couldn't go. So I booked a work trip for a training I needed to go to anyway in Texas that weekend, because I was like, I don't even want to be here if I can't be at that conference.
1: So you were in Texas while I was in Chicago?
0: Absolutely. Yep. I was, um, near, I was near Dallas.
1: Okay. Well, I'm telling you, if if this coronavirus ends and the Chicago right. Planner Conference happens again, I will be there. And I will be there. We will both be there. Oh, okay. you're gonna come? Okay, right. go. right. yeah, okay. I'm gonna it. go. Yeah, I'm doing it. can you
0: look? Can you put my ticket in your cart and I'll put <laughs> in
1: <ticket>? book Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I well, I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be an alumni this yeah, year. Yeah, Leah, I got cool. those
2: alum privileges.
1: Yeah, because I already went one time. But man, let me tell you what—that was the funnest. That was like the funnest trip. I'm so glad that I got to do that before coronavirus hit. So that that yeah. was. But um, but yeah, I, I I think that you're right about people who live in Chicago. And I bet when that show started, Chicago Fire, you guys were like, "Yeah, Chicago, look at us, well, we've I got a it show." Horny and cheesy, so I actually avoided it for a
0: long time. But then oh. Burned- to what month? What of quarantine? So I was like, I need to binge watch something that's like, <laughs> like ten seasons. So that's why I picked it because it had a lot of seasons. Um, and so and it was something my husband wanted to watch too. Like we don't really agree on TV a lot, so we both agreed on it. So that was actually how I started watching it. But when I first saw it I didn't want to watch it because what they do is they just film where they have a permit so they'll be like near Wrigleyville in one scene and then the next scene they're like on the south side of Chicago and it only five minutes has elapsed and that's annoying to me watching it because I know where everything is at like you know geographically oh moment. yeah I'm like uh, no I, you cannot get from Wrigleyville to Pilsen in five minutes that's not <laughs> so that is why I didn't watch. But then after I started watching, it's funny because a friend of mine, he was one of the extras on the episode we watched last night. And then some of my students are on there because they're acting majors. So, it's actually been cool because I've been seeing my like family and like friends and like students on
1: the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, That's how awesome. do you how do you feel about the show Shameless because it's it's recorded in Chicago, like right there in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, so I
0: gave Shameless a go, but it's just so it is so like you if you've seen it, you know like it's just a it's real it's a it's, lot. It's hard to watch. <laughs> it's hard to watch.
2: So I did
0: not. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this is oh oh okay.
2: okay. Um, <laughs> I have not watched either of those shows, and I need to watch both of them now. They both I'm very intrigued. Yeah,
0: Shameless well, is something you watch around the kids, like even. Close. No.
1: Oh, yeah. no. You you might be able to get away with Chicago Fire around your kids, but I don't yeah. think... That, no, you can't watch Shameless in front of anybody but yourself. Yeah, well, it, that's okay. Um,
2: I need a good excuse to be like, I have to go watch this now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: But Shameless is tough. It is. Yeah, it I is didn't a la- tough...
0: I didn't last long watching that.
1: Okay. I don't know how many seasons I am into Shameless, but... um i had to take a break from it like i binged it for a good long time and then i was like oh i feel dirty i have to stop watching this (laughs) yeah well they're dirty those people are like filthy
2: yeah that's what i've heard and yeah
1: oh it's funny
0: because like here in chicago like it's very much so um segregated so when they show like white people and black people living together i'm like "Mm, not really (laughs) oh so it's not entirely accurate either then okay I mean I mean there are diverse communities I'm not gonna say here in and line and say there are no communities where like the building I live in, the building I live in right now it's pretty diverse like all kinds of different cultures in here but it's it's a rarity like it's not super like if you go to a black neighborhood it's probably a black neighborhood if you go to a latinx neighborhood it's a latinx neighborhood like we don't really intermingle and it I mean it's not it sucks that it's that segregated but it is and so when I'm watching it on tv I'm just like yeah no like and then like (laughs) most poor white people don't live in Chicago they might live in like southern Illinois blah 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 but like I'm not saying there are no poor white people in Chicago there are but it's not like a neighborhood of poor white people in Chicago
1: okay okay (laughs) well and you know it's it's really funny that you say that because I'm thinking about the characters on the show and I'm thinking about like the main family the white family on the show who is like the main family and then they have their next door neighbor who lives in like the duplex with them um And she's a black woman, but she's, but she's with a white man. So it's almost like, I mean, I, I don't know if I've noticed, like, I haven't noticed as much of the intermingling as you probably have. But in my mind, I'm like, Okay, you're saying that you know they wouldn't all like be living in the same neighborhood. Like, I feel like that she lives there because she's with that white guy, and that's like a white neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um,
0: it's just like their little utopia in my world doesn't exist. It might exist. I could be 100% wrong, but like looking right. at it, I'm like where is there a poor white neighborhood in Chicago? Like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? No, no. Yeah, I'm sure that there's things about it that are not um that are not accurate. But there's probably just, like there's things about Chicago Fire that aren't accurate. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah so what are you eating right now
0: okay so I'm obsessed right now with eating elote um so it's Mexican aka Mexican street corn so it's just yes we put the corn on the grill and then we add the cheese and the mayo and the butter and the cayenne pepper and it is so good so that's like my favorite like snack right now because we you know firing the grill up pretty much every week and so I just throw some corn on there and yeah yeah, so do you
1: eat that directly delicious. off the cob? Like you just, gnar, just gnaw right off the cob? <laughs> so yes and no.
0: Sometimes I do and sometimes I cut it off. It just depends on what type of mood I'm in. If, I, okay. if I'm if i feeling lazy, I don't cut it off. But if I'm like, no, I just want to cut, you know, if I'm feeling like doing it, doing the prep, then I'll go ahead and cut it off the cob.
1: Because for me, I think that I would almost have to be feeling less lazy to eat it off the cob. Like <laughs> oh. I love, I love Mexican street corn. I love that. But I always, like, take my knife and, like, cut it off the cob and then eat it with a fork, okay. um, which is probably not the way it's supposed to be eaten. <laughs> well, I prefer it in a cup, for sure. That's not <laughs> But But, you know, like, I, I, I've seen people, like, on television shows that just kind of, like, walk down the street eating it, like, off a stick, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that I'm not doing it in like the authentic way, but, um, you know, I, I just, Caitlin and I have talked about the fact that I don't do well gnawing things like <laughs> off of a bone or, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm the same
2: I, way. I'm a boneless I, I'm like wings a, kind of girl.
1: I'm a boneless wings kind of girl. I what? cut up my apples. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm with
0: you with that. Like I pre-cut all of my fruit and put it in little containers. So, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, the other day I ordered ribs from this restaurant down the street from my house. My Postmates, when you open up Postmates, it gives me this big, long list of black-owned restaurants. Ooh, so, nice. yes. Yeah, so a lot of times I will be like, okay, so I want to try a new restaurant tonight. So I, I, I got ribs from this black-owned barbecue place, and they were so good. But even though I was by myself, I didn't gnaw them off the bone. I cut them off with a fork. <laughs> See,
2: I won't even order ribs. I'm like, Mm-mm, no, I'm too lazy for that. Like, oh, let's just no. get like chicken no. strips or something. These ribs I'm were so a good.
1: And I got fried okra with it. You guys, fried okra is so good. So good. And, and it was so good. And they sent so much fried okra. I was mm. eating that okra for like three days. Like, I could not believe how much they sent. So I will be postmatesing from that restaurant again. Yes, um, yes. Postmatesing is that a post? Postmatesing? No, that's not a real word. Made post, that word that, you just post, made it a verb. It's okay. Post mating. I will be post mating. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, we know. We know you'll okay. be post mating. We know. I will we know. Post mating the Postmates. Um... <laughs> All, right, All right. With that,
2: let's go to what are you loving right now, Chloe? Okay, so this is like
0: super sappy and so not me, but because it's my anniversary weekend, I have to shout out my husband
1: for oh. years,
0: loving him. Oh, oh
1: that's so sweet. cute. Your wedding picture on your Instagram is so beautiful, yes. by the way. Yes.
3: thank you. Yes,
1: thank you. yes. Congratulations on your on your anniversary. That's awesome. Um, thank what are you? And it's okay to love your husband. That's not sappy. Yes. You can say that I on love the show that you too. love your husband. Love him. <laughs> that is totally fine um what are you dreaming right now of a vacation like when can i travel
0: again um i am we travel like twice a year so this for me is just like what we just traveled in uh january so i'm glad we got that in before everything hit the fan but um i'm ready to get back out of here like i love chicago don't get me wrong but like i'm ready to go
2: Yes. I'm so there with you. Usually. So like we said, today's my birthday and usually for my birthday or somewhere around there, we go to the Oregon coast and we are not doing that this year. And I'm just so sad about it. So I'm like, when can I go? When can I go to the beach? So I'm
0: with you. Yeah, I hope
2: you can go soon. I mean, it's just,
0: I need, I need, I need to, I need a flight. I need a flight, but I want to do it safely. So. Right. Exactly.
2: Mm hmm. All right. What are you feeling right now, Chloe? What are you feeling? Let's go deep. Ooh, super deep. Um, I'm
0: feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, despite everything going on, I'm feeling grateful. Um, I feel like coronavirus and everything that's happening, although it shut down some opportunities, it opened up some too. And so I'm feeling mm-hmm. good about that and grateful about that. Um, So, yeah, I'm feeling grateful.
1: I love that. I feel I, like that this mm-hmm. is the year that the world is going to change the most yeah I agree Uh, I think that we we keep talking about this trash fire that is 2020 but I think that we're all going to be better for it right I
2: almost feel like it's like rebirth like it's not necessarily like a trash fire it's like everybody's eyes have been opened to so many different things that it's like it's time for all of us to just be grateful and be in that place of like gratefulness for sure
1: yeah Yeah. no I'm I'm with you what are you listening to right now listening to So, um,
0: like I said, my husband is, like, a hip-hop podcast host. So, like, Mm -hmm. he puts me on the new music. I don't listen to any music. I just listen to the same old old stuff. But I'm really feeling Chloe and Hallie that Do It song, it's just stuck in my head all the time. Yeah. Um, And then um, this new artist, she's brand, brand new. Her name is Emma V. That's E-M-M-A-V-I-E. And she has this song called Distraction, and that's on repeat all the time.
1: Oh, okay. Here I'm gonna be, add yeah. both of those to my playlist. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look because I was figuring. I mean, the only thing that everybody's been listening to lately is WAP. So <laughs> WAP, like that's all anybody's been listening to is WAP. <laughs> Not like, I have that new Chris Brown song stuck in
2: my head.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I think it's called I, Go Crazy or something. Yes, oh, yes, I, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, once you hear Do
0: It, you will definitely have Do It in your head. It's what
1: okay. You. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I like I like that. I like that. Um, and go ahead and shout out your husband's podcast.
0: Yes, it's the Hundred Airs podcast. It's found anywhere you find podcasts. So he's on the podcast with Apple, he's on Spotify, he's everywhere. So it's the Hundred Airs. So think like we're not millionaires, we're just Hundred Airs out here. Nice. <laughs> oh, I, love that. That. I love that. That's so
2: clever. That is yeah. such a clever name. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And wrapping it up, what are you drinking? And it can be right now or whatever you've been drinking lately.
0: Okay, so I'm in a celebratory mood. So we had a little champagne yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so champagne at night and in the morning. I'm really feeling the cold brew at Starbucks right now. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: Yes. yeah, I'm there with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I'm all about some iced coffee. Now I don't know if what I make at home would be considered cold brew <laughs> because it's really just <laughs> quite, what it's it like, fit out. It's just me, like, letting the, like, I, I just pour the coffee over some ice cubes and drink it cold, but, um, <laughs> I know that Starbucks has a better way, <laughs> has a better way to make it than I do, um, and but that would,
0: wrong with the at-home iced coffee, is delicious as well.
1: Yeah, but I would have to leave the house to go to Starbucks in the morning. You can get it on Instacart, you can get, they sell it in
2: the grocery store, the Starbucks iced coffee.
1: They do? Yeah, like, in the
2: cold juice section. <gasps> yeah.
1: Oh no! <laughs> it's
2: like pre-made in a bottle, ready to go. Just pour it in you, your cup.
1: You just told me that. I can't I believe know, you just told I me did. that. Right I now. can't believe that I hadn't shared that with you before. <laughs> wow, the things that I have learned. Well, you guys will be happy to know that my cup from Mercari has already shipped. They've already texted Are you- me. <laughs> yeah, they've already they. Yeah, they texted me back and said thanks for ordering, and then they sent me the shipping number. So like that was super fast. Like I know that that doesn't mean that it's left their house yet, but I have a I have a tracking number. So oh
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thanks this- a lot, Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are for sure this has been so much fun um can you can you take one more minute and just let everybody know um where they can find you again just real quick
0: yes you can find me at chloe Tree plans on instagram and chloe tree space plans on youtube and chloe Tree.com if you're not a social media person That's
1: oh what? Yes. How? <laughs> so, um, everybody, if you're not already following Chloe, then, um, why have you been listening to this episode for almost two hours and you still haven't hit Do that follow? Do it now. Yes. Um, and, um, I don't want for our listeners to feel like that we are cutting this short, but I am actually on my planning period. Yes. Mm-hmm. And because it is Taking Chloe's anniversary. Yes, it is Chloe's anniversary weekend and she has plans this weekend. So we wanted to get this done. So that she could relax for the weekend with her hubby, who she loves, which she yeah. just told us. And um, and it's Caitlin's birthday, so I was trying to like make sure happening. that yeah, Caitlin's got a lot going on, and I've got to teach in five minutes, y'all, five minutes. So, um, we are we are not we're not cutting you short, Chloe. We have loved having you on the show. Um, you are just a delightful person. Um, oh, that's, yes, yes, oh, so much. And I need for you to get your podcast back together. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: That's the motivation I
1: need. Yeah. Y'all can do it on Skype. You don't have to make it in some kind of fancy studio. Like our, our sound quality like shifts from week to week. Like we have good weeks and we have bad weeks. So, you know, it's just people, people still listen. They understand that, you know, we are working remotely together. So, um, But yeah, I would love to hear that. Um, I enjoyed what I listened to before. And it definitely kind of gave me some of the motivation and the strength to do my own. Mm -hmm. um, Because there were other girls in the planner community that were doing that. So I was like, okay, so people want this. And there's other podcasts out here that are kind of like this. And um, here we are. We are at episode 52, y'all
0: yes 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 oh is officially
1: yes this is officially our one year anniversary we have made Woo! an entire Woo! year worth of episodes Congratulations. thank is- you thank you it has been the best year ever well it's been the best year ever podcast wise let me just put it that yes. way um <laughs> that's right <laughs> lots of changes in our personal lives lots of changes in the world since we started the show but um Maybe Caitlin on the mini we can like run down all the things that have changed in our lives since we yeah. started this podcast, yeah.
2: we could readdress our 2020 goals that we set. I've seen a yes. lot of folks
1: doing that. Yes. You remember at the at, in January when it was going to be our year. <laughs> this is our year 2020 yeah 2020 this is our year uh uh. it was not it was nobody's year Um, that's one of
2: those scenarios with
1: god or you man plans and god laughs yes (laughs) exactly we were like yep it's our year and god was like it's everybody's year (laughs) (laughs) everybody will come out of this year reborn and different um so, um, you guys can find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram and creating in chaos on YouTube and her ducks also hang out at chaos underscore official on Instagram and she also has a Patreon and she skips about around the (laughs) Spiced Chaos podcast Instagram as well so um, that is Caitlin and it is her birthday (laughs) thank you you're so
2: sweet Um, and you can find Leanne at Spiced Plans on YouTube and Instagram and over on her Patreon you can also find her hanging out over on Spiced Horizons with that Animal Crossing situation and then she um lounges around the spice chaos instagram and the socials as well over there too
1: yes and speaking of ad spice plans um the um minisode has been out for like six hours now and i have not heard from leonardo dicaprio so i don't know (laughs) um if he just missed this episode or what happened. But um yeah, it's uh, I'm waiting for him to come in my DMs. So yeah. if you haven't listened to last week's mini so then go listen to that Where now. Where is Leo? Where is Leo? <laughs> Why is he not there? Um okay so again Chloe this has been awesome. We love you. Um thank you so much for having me. Yes, yeah. this has been this has been great. Yeah. Caitlin, have a wonderful birthday, and Chloe, Thanks. have a wonderful anniversary weekend, and um, everybody else out there, we love you, thank you for a great year, we cannot wait to make 52 more episodes to right. your ear holes, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, we will see you guys in the next one. Bye, friends.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.